You are finally awake. Hello there. General Kenobi. We're going streaky! You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him party. Unless you have beer water. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. I am the Senate. I am the third revelation. I am the third revelation. Gulami. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Welcome to Under Review with Chase and Nico, the Arkansas Collegiate Media Association Award winner for Best Sports Radio Show in the State of Arkansas 2019, an IBS Award-nominated affiliate of Red Wolf Radio, but most importantly, sports talk for the cool kids. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Chase and Nico. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Under Review. This is season three, episode... Season four. Season four, episode three. I got ahead of myself there. I was going to say season three, episode four, I got a little excited. You know, we are very excited today. It's been a good day. The weather's horrible. Horrible, cold and Cold and rainy, as always. But I've got sunshine. Look at those beautiful. On a cloudy day. (coughs) Why why don't we do a sports show? Why don't we just do two hours of you singing every... Because it's just beautiful, man. It warms my soul, too. I I appreciate that because, you know, I'll do it. Don't test me. All right, let's do it. You know what? Let's just read. Yeah. I was listening to some old Michael Jackson, you know, kid oh, yeah. Michael Jackson. So, okay. you know, I'm feeling okay. real inspired. So, you know, you give me that opportunity, you know, I'm, I'm going to take it every single time. Yeah, but, uh, we'll, we'll put a poll up on uh, on the Twitter and see. I mean, even though the show would be done before we would have more than a vote or two, but we could try and you know, yeah, see if they want to see if they want to hear listeners. if they want to hear Nico Nike would do it. There we go. We'll just yeah, we can just rebrand, man. No big deal. I mean, we could win any award. For any genre of radio show, we're just oh, that good. Yeah, I mean, we 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 keep it sports over here, but don't don't get it twisted. If we really want to, if we wanted to, we'd come for everybody. We could take the crown from anybody. Don't Chase, get it twisted. You, you, you're, you're beginning to inspire me. Maybe <laughs> since you know we we certainly do discuss culture and such over here. Maybe maybe we should enter more than one category. Uh, who knows, man? Who knows? If you guys didn't know. Like listening to that intro. We are the ACMA award winners for best sports radio show in the state of Arkansas 2019. We're coming for that crown again yeah, in 2020. We, um, we we believe in improvement and we believe in repeating. First and foremost, we're we're winners, and so we like to continue winning. Um, we've gotten in here and we've been grinding. We're really busy, but we're gonna always make time for this. This is a passion. This is something that we live, and so for the media department to even give us the the opportunity and ability to do something of this caliber it's just awesome it so, really is but they give us this great studio even though we had some issues to ooh. start off the year but we got the them worked out still isn't ready yeah, and, yeah i saw the note on the you oh, gotta really? still record on the computer well we had to change our home to this other studio but still you know what? we got we got three studios over here so you know we're, we're winning big baller brand oh yeah 
always. We went and got some uh, professional shots done. We did. We, we did. did. And we got a revamped website, too. We did. That is we do. underreview.wordpress.com, I'm pretty sure. That is correct. Let's see. It may be underreviewcn.wordpress.com. I don't have my glasses on right now, so. I didn't even notice. You're so handsome. Oh, thank you. I try. Yeah, okay. I got to put my glasses on if I'm going to use the computer. Anyway, we got Jinkies. big things going on. So just st- bear with us here as we continue to grow and we continue to flourish. Yeah, we want to we want to also I don't know if we do this enough, but we always want to thank you guys for even listening. You know, we were uh we were actually looking at uh, on our site. Uh we were looking at listens and such and it's just crazy amount of growth that the show has experienced over the last two seasons, three yeah. seasons. I mean, we've been we've been on the air for over a year now. That's crazy. Hey, that it's is crazy. crazy. We actually. started last January, and now it's February. I mean, we took the summer off, obviously. It feels like we started so long ago, though. It feels like it, we started in 2017 or something. You. So in just a year, though, I feel like we've grown and matured this show into something legitimate. Agreed. And so we're trying to trying to make it into something. So we're going to stop boring you guys with all, all this, and we're going to get into what you came here for, which is Nico singing. Oh. All right, so enough of that. Now we're going to get into <laughs> Now we're going right. to get into some sports. So the latest in the sports world, well, it depends on if you're talking like daily news because there's a lot going on, yeah. you know, whatever. But the last big event to happen is NBA All-Star Weekend, of course. Yee, yee, yee. That uh, was a massive success. Many people believe, me included, I am people. He is people. He's people too, but you know, generally we, we is you can people. Go, yeah, we there is you people. You know. <laughs> but I mean, generally, you guys, you know, y'all are social media savvy. We're on there just as much as anybody. You can see it. It was a massive success, arguably the best one in the last ten to fifteen years. Seriously. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it started off with heavy hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously. Um, even now, you know, I got a lump in my throat thinking about it. it's just tough, man. Um, no, Kobe. Obviously, no Gigi and the other victims, the other seven victims of that crash on that faithful Sunday. Um, It was an awesome display in um, their memory, though. Uh, The jerseys were Mm tailor-made. They had the black stripe, uh, which was in honor of David Stern. Um, They had... That's what's crazy is David Stern's death was just way overshadowed. I mean, obviously, but like... The NBA lost two absolute legends. The NBA isn't what it is without David Stern. David, yeah, people forget. Like, yes, Adam Silver is absolutely taking this to another. He's take. We're going to get into that too. Yeah, definitely. David Stern built this league pretty much. He built it up into becoming this big global brand, and just Adam Silver just. uh, Okay, perfect analogy right here. Okay, let's hear it. What Adam Silver is to the NBA, what Adam Silver was to what David Stern did. No, 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 no. Adam Silver following behind David Stern and sort of completing the model is essentially what Steve Kerr did with Mark Jackson's built team. Yeah. That, that that's a really good analogy within the NBA too. Boom. So, so that's pretty that's solid, man. That's uh, yeah, good job. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah and I good. kept it within the NBA. There you go. Uh, you got a Puma deal afterwards. He didn't even own that. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. But um you know, they had the black uh, stripe on the jersey for David Stern. Then they had um, the number two and the number 24 on mm-hmm. there for Gigi and for Kobe. 
Um, man, it was it was beautiful to see because Kobe, there's an interview I, I saw this morning. Kobe was complaining about the All-Star game a few years ago right after he retired saying it needs to be revamped because it was no longer yeah. competitive. And he was like, me, CP, we've been on the same All-Star team. You know, I, I'm giving the mad eyes at CP. You, y'all know how we <laughs> feel over here. But um, he was like, they've never lost when they played together on the – the all-star team he was like we take this serious he was like it needs yeah. to be revamped he was like it's no longer competition he was like this should be the best pickup game in the world he was like when you put this collection of talent on the same court fans want to see these players competing at the highest level like this is what happens when you get the best players in the nba on yeah. two teams and you know it got away from that to all this unnecessary showboating and just no competition yeah but this was the best one i've ever seen yeah it used to be no competition for three quarters, and then you try in the fourth quarter. And it was not quite that this time. Uh, but the fourth quarter, the new uh, – man, it's just awesome. They So um, the rules of the All-Star game, as everybody knows, were redone to where pretty much at the end, the what was it, the team ahead just needed 24 points in the fourth quarter to win. And so Team Giannis came in. Uh, to the fourth quarter with X amount of points. So they had to score 24 more, and that became the target goal of 157. Mm-hmm. So I can't do those quick maths, I guess. What do, one, uh, 133? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm counting my fingers, y'all. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm, there's a reason that I'm a communications major. Same. You do the math. That's uh, There you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the target goal was 157 points, and Team LeBron scored 33 fourth quarter points to get the win on a free throw. Um, the only thing I would change, you can't win. This is my only thing. Keep it street ball. You know, you can't win off. You know, you can't win. Yeah, by, you can't win you by gotta it. win by two. Uh, that's did. what I was going to say. But, you, I mean, you, you gotta, can't win off a free throw. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You got you to win by two. That's, you know. It's you just, can't win by one. Rules, Come on, yeah. yeah. Check it back up. Rules. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, what what's awesome is when these new rules were announced, a lot of people didn't really like them, didn't care for it. They're like, well, it's weird. You know, just play a regular game, whatever. Don't you don't have to tinker with everything. But then the product was just—I mean, one of the best all-star games. And you know, you can't fail to mention either that all these points being scored were donations going to really nice charitable um, organizations. Like Mm -hmm. all these charities are getting this money. Like LeBron's team ended up with the win, donating three hundred thousand dollars. Giannis's team donated one fifty one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but they added at the end of the game an additional one hundred thousand dollars as well. Like you, you loved it, and they brought in all these kids from different uh, yeah, communities. Seeing, seeing the kids rushing the court yeah, afterwards man, like, when their charity was, won, it, it was, was it's pretty cool, man. It's like, pretty cool. I even liked what they did with the three point um, contest, revamping that, adding those yeah. new Mountain Dew deep deep shots because yeah. we know the NBA range is continually being extended every year. You know, Steph started that, and now Dame is sort of. And I, you know what? I got a rent for that later. All right. But um, <laughs> by the range being extended, they added those were those four-point balls. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that um, addition as well. Um, all in all, it was just one of the greatest weekends, and it was a great way to memorialize, you know, Kobe and what he stood for in terms of competition. One more thing about All-Star Weekend that we'll get into is the dunk contest, which oh, we might as well just get into it. I think it was one of the best dunk contests I've ever seen. I would give 2016 the edge still. People people live in the moment too much. The, 20, yeah, oh yeah, the 2016, 2016 was, was the best head-to-head. And, I, I mean, and it still feels like Aaron – go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I didn't get to watch Michael Jordan versus Dominique Wilkins. I didn't get to see in real time Vince Carter in 2001. I mean, I've seen those, 
Vince Carter, though, it was no competition. You know, he blew everybody out. The 2016 and 2020 had some legitimate competition. <clears throat> but Aaron Gordon, I can't, I won't be silent. Aaron Gordon should be a two-time dunk contest champ, And man. that's why I'm glad he said he ain't competing anymore. Like, that had to be rigged. Oh, yeah. Seriously, what? there was literally no way. There's no way I thought, there's no way anybody thought Derrick Jones. Like, there's a story if you type in dunk contest. Did Dwayne Wade rig the dunk contest? I feel like he did. Or was he at least a suspect? I feel like he did. Yeah, he's a suspect. He's number one suspect. He's got to be. Because that's his former teammate, somebody on his team. He's getting his his jersey retired in three days. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm blaming D-Wade. Even, um, who was that, Common and other people came forward and uh, Candace Parker and said it was yeah. supposed to be a tie and going to a dunk off. But somebody, they both said somebody, yeah. chose not to give the right score. And D-Wade gave a 10 on Derrick Jones Jr.'s dunk and he gave Which a was, 9 on yeah. Aaron Gordon's dunk. It was, it was D-Wade. Yeah. But, man, Aaron Gordon... I said this in a story that I wrote the other day, and I figured I'd get more backlash for it. And I, I kind of said it to get some backlash. I wanted people to get mad at me a little bit, but I didn't get that response. Aaron Gordon, to me, is on par with Vince Carter, man, in terms of dunk contest resume. I mean, Vince, he he like he was the the pioneer of this just craziness in the dunk contest. But what Aaron Gordon did in 2016 and now is just... It's insanity. And he's he's right there with me with Vince Carter and Michael Jordan in dunk contests. I'm I'm inclined to agree. He's in that stratosphere, but what Vince did and even some of Jordan's dunks, I he's right there. He's in that stratosphere. I just don't know if I want to put him on that pantheon. Like if we're if we're if this is the Mount Rushmore, he's yeah. probably up there now. Yeah. He's probably on the Mount Rushmore, but I still put him just slightly below. I mean, you'd have to put guys like Nate Robinson being 5'9", winning, what, three dunk contests? Yeah, Spud nine. Webb. Yeah, you got Spud Webb, even Dwight Howard back in the day, which Dwight... His, I'm, I wasn't a fan of his, his His stuff looked bad. He's yeah. just... The problem with him is he's so big yeah, that it doesn't look impressive. Yeah, when you watch the slow-mo, it's like, oh, that was impressive. Well, that but, Superman dunk years ago, because yeah, he was yeah, looking yeah. in the rim on that one, but yeah. he's lost some or the of one, I remember one he put a sticker... Uh, and it said like 14 foot six inches or whatever the sticker he slept and they mm-hmm. measured it and it was that exact and then he uh, also he brought out a 12 foot rim yeah yeah that was awesome um i would like to see somebody bring back putting your arm in the rim do you actually know how oh actually somebody did do that Hamadeo Hamadeo you know f- yeah. plays for the thunder he won it last year yeah the he did that while jumping over somebody really s- kind of sense those like Nate Robinson uh with Dwight Howard, you know, back then the dunk contest lost its flair. Like a lot of years are very forgettable. I mean, Blake Griffin jumping over the car was like that a was big, so horrible because yeah, the it car, wasn't, it dude, wasn't he fun. jumped over the hood. Yeah, like I still never. He had the choir and all that. If he jumped yeah. over the middle, I would have been yeah. impressed. But this dude jumped into, over the the, the yeah. hood. And people, I can jump over the hood. Props. I, I, I probably could have back in the day. I don't yeah, know. But you know, you know, but, let me get loose. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. few years exactly. Ago. Yeah, but yeah, like that. You know, that was like such a big deal, but it wasn't even wasn't that good. But this dunk contest was the best since 2016, and to me, 2016 was the best I ever, ever watched live. Yes, man. And like so that, that, that head to head between them, every man. dunk, they're both like. That that behind the behind the legs dunk that he did catching the ball fan fan whatever the yeah dude, every, he looks like the he looks like the mascot for the Phillies yeah um whatever the the he magic was, he could have kissed is. the rim man yeah his it, 
if you're if you're at home right now listening to this show, um, find some other device you're not listening on, or if it lets you do it in the background, whatever. Just go look up just all the dunks from the 2016 dunk that contest. That was so crazy, man. It, he went underneath both legs. He was sitting in the air, dude, like about to kiss the rim, <laughs> looking like, in the rim. And it, and it was almost effortless. He just did it. And he jumped over Taco Fall. Which, okay, Seven, six. Taco bent his head a little bit, and he hit Taco's hands. But, my God, he's the tallest man in the NBA. By a wide margin. Uh, yeah, so, no, he's still got three inches on Boban. Yeah, so uh, Derek Jones jumped over Bam Adebayo, who's like 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, and he got a – I think they got – I think he got either a 46 or a 47 for it. And he got this – Aaron Gordon got the same score for jumping over Taco. It's like, man, there's levels to this. Mm-hmm. I know that, you know, Derek Jones, and, but Derek Jones even put his hand on the shoulder just a little bit. He propelled just a little yeah. bit, but whatever. I don't know, Aaron man. Gordon he was, was robbed. robbed. I'm blaming D Wade. Absolutely, he did that. That gif of him. Yeah, yeah. That's that's perfect. That's when you realize he could yeah. read the. But uh, Aaron, the Aaron Gordon had all 50s until the final dunk when he dunked over Taco Fall. Uh, he had easily the best dunk of the night when. Uh, they put it off the backboard, off the side, and he grabbed it and mm-hmm. did a whatever top twist. I don't know, man. You can't even describe it. Um, Aaron Gordon was robbed, and he yeah. should never do the dunk contest again. He said because, he wants to win the three-point yeah. contest now. Like, it's like, well, yeah. Uh, uh, this was a bad year for you shooting the three. Maybe last year. But but it's like, what um, what else would he have to do to win a dunk contest, man? Jump from half court? Like, I don't even know. know. I'm sad, man. This is the reason I'm sad. I want a year where we get all the elite you know, in All Star Weekend, you know, there's so many injuries this year. I'm sad we yeah. didn't get to see KD in the in the game. Yeah, none of um, the Warriors. None of the Warriors. Like, I want to see Steph, Clay, and Dame, along with Buddy Hield and, and a Devin Booker. I want to see that group and oh, Spencer yeah. Dinwiddie. I think it's six. They start with. I want. That's the the ideal group I want to see in the three point oh, contest. Yeah. It just feels oh, yeah. so weird. You know, like. Yeah, no offense to any of the other dudes. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, you're not those guys. Those exactly. are also all suit. Well, Clay's a okay maybe not clay but clay's clay's clay he doesn't care anyway yeah <laughs> so um i think we saw a lot of personality out of Kawhi this weekend yeah did you see the video with the gatorade bottle yeah. so i ain't sponsored by gatorade <laughs> yeah, i bet you they sponsor him now <laughs> yeah that's what everybody's saying it's like man he might have just earned a sponsorship if you don't know Kawhi walked up to the the desk for an interview and there was a gatorade bottle sitting there and he just grabbed it threw it under the table he said i ain't sponsored by gatorade i respect that <laughs> We saw a lot of personality out of him this weekend. You heard his story about Kobe? Uh-huh. Okay, so you will probably actually, uh, you can probably find it too. Yeah. Um. So he says he's training with Kobe. As we know, man, people don't realize Kobe and that Mamba Sports Academy, he had the whole NBA in there trying to learn. Um. Also, shout out to the NBA for for naming the All-Star MVP after Kobe now. Definitely a cool Because he had the most in NBA history anyway, so that's that's a dope um stop with the NBA to do that and that keeps his legacy alive but um he says um he says Kobe's really competitive and they're just talking he was like Kobe's like what's the most shots you've ever taken in a game and Kawhi said at the time he was like I think maybe uh 19 Kobe's like I took 47 in a game <laughs> <laughs> and Kawhi's like I was just like oh okay yeah uh, <laughs> dude Kawhi Kawhi's so unintentionally just fascinating he's so funny truly uh, uh here's a here's a good question um, legitimate question here. So, you know, the end of last year, the finals happened. Kawhi, finals MVP, obviously. And everybody says, oh, well, Kawhi's the best in the world. Uh, yeah, mean, not everybody, a but a lot. Yeah, yeah a lot of And people. so this season starts and it, that cools down. It's like, well, you know, 
KD's not healthy. You know, LeBron, LeBron's getting old, you know, but Giannis is here. He's here to stay. And then you get the all-star game and Kawhi's the MVP. So he's the reigning finals MVP. You get all the best players in the world on one floor and he's the all-star MVP. He's only the second player. He's only the second player in NBA history to within a year span win finals MVP. All-star and all-star MVP. And and have a defensive defensive player player of the year. Now, if he can win, he ain't winning MVP. But if he could win himself a regular season MVP, he'd be in truly rarefied air. By the way, the other player there is Michael Jordan. Was the other one to do that? So pretty good company. Pretty, yeah. He's he's all right. Yeah, he's okay. Um, We need to, you know, we can get into that at a later time too. I'm just curious. We need to. I'd love to discuss what exactly makes somebody the goat. Because yeah. especially when it comes to the NBA, there's a lot of different stipulations because for as much as Jordan has done, there's people who've done more. Yeah. Whenever we go ring count to keep LeBron out of the conversation with LeBron, I mean with Jordan, I, you could Russell, go baby. you could go Bill Russell over. To me, Jordan. I mean, as a Celtics fan, Bill Russell kinda is the GOAT. You even had Sam Jones, of, who yeah. made like several all NBA has, teams. I think he, he has, has 10. seven, ten. Yeah, yeah. Who am I thinking of? Somebody has seven. Probably Robert uh, Parrish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Robert Parrish. That dude has the NBA record for most. Well, he did have the record for most NBA plays uh, games played. I think. I think he got broken by Dirk. But Bill Russell, I mean, that dude laid the foundation of the NBA and won eleven titles in thirteen years. Like, it's hard not to be more goat than that. You know, I'm not saying he's a better basketball player than Jordan because. You know, he was he was six foot nine and he was like the biggest guy in the league. Uh, not that athletic. I mean, more athletic than me by a long shot. But, you know. <laughs> That's crazy, though, because somebody always brings it to my attention. I forget. Bill Russell's era, they probably weren't even dunking like that. Dunking yeah. didn't actually become a thing until the 70s. Yeah, and then what was it? Was it Kareem that got ban- dunking, like, outlawed in college basketball? Wilt. It was was Wilt, it Wilt? It was one of them. Wilt was know. at Kansas. Kareem at the time was Lou Alcindor. Yeah. It was... If you look at Lou Alcindor's stats, it's actually mad crazy. But, um, yeah, and that's why when people say LeBron couldn't flourish or a lot of players in today's game couldn't flourish in the more physical 90s and stuff. Well, I mean, number one, let's look at uh, the typical players from back then to the players now. Um, the NBA, I, I'm, it's a tit for tat. It's player-based when yeah. you get into that type of argument. But, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was doing some research. The NBA has been downsizing for several years, okay? Most teams in the 90s had seven-footers in the paint, right? Yeah. Nowadays, we have multiple, like... Ooh, bless you. Thank you. We have <laughs> um, centers who are... Li- people listed as centers who are 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, That's why I'm like, somebody I mean, like Shaq, if you put Shaq... That's why I hate when people say Shaq couldn't flourish in this game today because <laughs> it's God. pace and space. You put Shaq in the game... He's gonna get a whole team fouled yeah, out. He would be the fir- that would be the first time in NBA history. Yeah, your team. I mean, whoever Shaq plays for, they won't be, you know, they won't be shooting a bunch of threes. They'll be throwing it in the paint to Shaquille O'Neal. If it Embiid can matter. do what he's doing, and he's that lazy, and you know, he turns on and off like he'll be good for one game because everybody got on his head on like sports <laughs> talk, and then he'll be bad for another eight. Yeah. If Embiid can occasionally dominate like that. Dude, I promise you Shaq could be Shaq would average probably 35 and 15, maybe 20. Shaq probably had the most dominant three-year stretch of anybody in damn near any sport ever. Yeah, I, I say it all the time. <laughs> he's not the best player in history, but he's the most dominant. You literally couldn't stop Shaq. Yeah, there People, was... 
if he'd even hit for Shaq for his career shot, I think forty eight or forty seven percent from the free throw line. <laughs> yeah. If he even shot fifty five to sixty, he'd be the all time leading scorer easily. Oh yeah. He left so many points at the free throw line, but y'all know why it didn't matter? Because most of those free throws were on and ones. Yeah. Hack a shack. He got matter. a whole rule band. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Man, um <laughs> got a little bit off track there, but um Yeah. Main thing being All Star Weekend was a massive success, but we'd like to see that it's best meaning with all its best players. Definitely it's just a so. rough year with injuries. I was glad to see Devin Booker get in. He should not at in. the cost of losing uh Dame, Dame. but Booker I mean, absolutely deserved to be there. We have to revamp then. The the last part of this revamping process needs to be a change to how players get in because get I just of, Zach Levine should have made it as well. Get rid of East and, and West. Um, not Zach Levine. Well, Zach Levine, yeah, no, he's averaging like 27. He should have had at least a better chance to get in as well as Bradley Bill, who's averaging almost yeah. 29 in like 6-6. Six and six. He and definitely should have got I got to throw in, I mean, obviously, he he's behind those guys. But Jalen Brown, Brown, yeah, he's had a hell of a he year. He should have been right there with anybody else as well. So it's get rid the, of East and West. Yeah, that that's really got to be it. And then, like, I understand for fan service, maybe that's the wrong term because what fan service really is. But for in this case yeah. – uh, <laughs> We'll call it that. I can understand some of these older players getting back in. Like Kobe, we we all know Kobe shouldn't be in the All-Star game his no. last year, but we understand why he should have and yeah. why he was, too. But like, last year it was somebody uh, like Chris Paul. and Dirk. Yeah, like, like Chris Paul this year. He, he knows he's at the end of the world, too, pretty yeah. much. And But they gave uh, they gave CP3 and Lowry, even though they weren't starters, they mm-hmm. were the only non-starters to play that fourth quarter right. over Trey Young and... Trey Young, you know, you can say what you want. He deserved his birth. Yeah, but he's averaging twenty nine, and, and he's second in assists with like nine point two. Oh, he deserved it, but they took him out of the fourth yeah, quarter. They let good. the vets play. Yeah, I good. liked it. It was that was kind of the good humbling experience. Yeah, why? Somebody please explain to me, dude. Why did uh, what's his name from Utah? Not the center, Gobert. You knew yeah, he'd make Gobert. it, but I don't like him either. But I don't like the Jazz in general. I feel, <laughs> but um, you know where I'm going with this, Donovan oh, Mitchell. Why did he make the All Star game? Because that dude did. No, there's so many people still candidates. think that uh, Donovan Mitchell's better than Jason Tatum from that draft. So. I don't know who's whoever's saying that is an idiot. Uh, Nick Wright. Nick says Wright. A lot. Listen, <laughs> I don't trust anybody who's grown a full head of hair in like three yeah, months. Yeah, that's suspicious. Fox man. has like all the Fox Sports shows, like for whatever reason, decide to give their guys transplants out of nowhere. So now all of a sudden they all have these weirdly full head of hair. Maybe I should start working for Fox Sports because I almost shaved my head the other day. What? I, I just buzzed it. You buzzed it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take my. I'm wearing a hat. Hey, I just buzzed it, man. Okay, okay. Yeah, almost shaved it. Didn't shave it. Like, Got don't scared. shave it bald, bro. I thought about it. Why? I don't you know. can just keep it buzzed. I know. That's why I kept it buzzed. Okay. But my roommate has a bald head, and I was like, man. No, you can't be two bald dudes in the crib, man. Y'all that's look true. Like some that's eggs true. Or something, man. Don't I mean, we're we're way too white for that, man. We'd get a uh, we'd get some weird looks. That would be bad. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Nick Wright. Uh, somebody found a tweet that said that Danny Ainge traded the number one pick for the fifth best player in the draft, and you know the Kings' next pick or what for the next year. And uh, everybody's like, "Oh!" So they started retweeting this old tweet, and he came back and he's like, "Oh, let me correct myself. They traded the first pick for the second best player in the draft and Romeo Langford." And I'm like, "Man." And if you go back, he he was asked under that original tweet who the four players better than Tatum were, and he said Fultz, Markel Lonzo, Fultz. 
um this was josh back when jackson, it happened yeah okay. so josh jackson and uh uh De'Aaron fox it's like fox is good but he put josh jackson over jason tatum you know i'm I'm probably the minority here i'll take darren fox over um donovan, donovan mitchell. mitchell easily darren fox is mad he just doesn't get the exposure because he's in sacramento yeah. but his stats are great he's mad explosive he's a great leader better defender i mean i'm taking him over donovan mitchell now josh jackson He's a reclamation project right now, the Grizzlies. He's on the G League for the Grizzlies, man. They called him back up. They're giving, they're well, giving him a chance. He's going back and forth either way. If you are if you can't crack the – I mean, this is not even taking shots at the Grizzlies because they're way overperforming this year. You know, John Morant, JJJ, all the Jays, Jaron Jackson Jr., John Morant, um, Josh Jackson. Dylan uh, Brooks Jr. Yeah, all of them, all the Jays, all the – everybody. Uh, they're playing great, but if you can't even make the roster in Memphis right now, like, dog, <laughs> you know, I don't know. But uh, I'm glad that we got Jason Tatum first-time All-Star this year. Yeah, I, I like the balance Dude's with him baller. and Jalen Brown. Keep it, them both together for a while. Everybody a wanted time. us to get rid of them for rid of both of them for a one-year rental of Anthony Davis. Uh, he would have stayed probably. I'd still take – I'll take this young duo – the only the thing term. is, I can understand that, but the only thing is the risk that you know always comes with these duos. You of just course. don't know if they'll continue to develop. Of course. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. But I, I like where my Celtics are. But we're about to hit halftime. This is going to be a little shorter episode, but we will have some bonus content at the end of it. So we're going to take a quick Perfect. break, and we're going to come back with an awesome segue. Uh, you'll have to see what it is once we get back on the other side of this break. But... For now, this has been Under Review with Chase and Nico. Season 4, Episode 3. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. gentlemen was that a short enough break for you not for me it was it was short but it wasn't short enough exactly. i wanted to blink and it'd be done exactly you know, sometimes we have unrealistic um you know thoughts and things yeah i mean we don't even really i guess there's no reason to make them very long because we just we, we we make the cuts so that when we send it to the radio station they can insert commercials and stuff you know but right. But we could just, I don't know. You know, we don't necessarily need them. But, right. But, you know, but I mean, it's, it's convenient. Okay. It's okay. It gives you a little break. You know, gives us right. a little break. It gives us a little break, too, to collect our thoughts. But, exactly. you know, speaking of collecting our thoughts, a thought I've collected is, and we've discussed before, how excellent a commissioner Adam Silver is and how much better he is than his peers. And one of his peers is dealing with, you know, the NBA had the big Chinese, the, the big uh, China scandal. Yes. So... Adam Silver at the NBA Tech Summit, which is happens the day uh, day zero of All Star Weekend, was discussing the impact that that had. The NBA lost four hundred million in revenue from China, mm-hmm. but they are now being back broadcast in China. So, and as a result, most of their partners who they lost during that time frame are now back on board. So, crisis averted, if you will. So they probably, took their lumps. 
So probably the biggest blemish on the Adam Silver era is now virtually resolved for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. It happened. It sucked. It was bad. But he, he ate that, man. And the NBA came out on the other side. As we said earlier, um, Adam Silver comes out with these all-star changes, and a lot of people don't like him at first. Turns out he was absolutely right. But if everybody had hated it, there's no reason to think it wouldn't have changed back next year. Yeah, they started, you know, forget East and West, do captains. That was a great idea. Televise the draft. They decided to do, you know, everything that the fans want, he seems to bring and make sure that the NBA is the best product it can be. And not all sports commissioners are like that. And, you know, <laughs> since there's a big scandal in the NBA, you know, there's a pretty big scandal going on right now in the MLB. And we hate talking about baseball. I'll be frank. We don't. We don't want it. We over here, we don't like to talk baseball until it's playoff time. Come to us in October. Because I don't really follow baseball, for, especially for a sports guy. Like, I mean, I keep up with what's going on, obviously, but. Like, I don't have a team. It's, just, it's so many games. And, yeah. of course, you're like 180 or something. So, it's just like... 163 before the playoffs. Maybe yeah. 162. But what's it matter at that point? <laughs> what your one game is. Uh, but you can't not talk about baseball right now. So, the Houston Astros cheated. And they stole signs. They won a World Series out of it. And they got nothing. They got a slap on the wrist. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's an insult to the game, man. Like it, truly, it just it really, especially for all these baseball traditionalists. Like, oh, you can't smile, you can't laugh during a game. You have to set the bat down perfectly and jog at a reasonable speed to to first base. Um, you can't, you know, clap or give high fives because that interferes with the integrity of the game. Oh, but you can steal signs. You can do steroids. Which the steroid era was fun, man. I like seeing eight thousand home runs a year. But for all these uh, traditionalist baseball people that oh you gotta, uh, and then this is happening, and baseball just says well we'll let it happen, you know we don't we don't care, we'll fine them two million dollars or whatever it was. I don't care what it was. It was, and I mean I'm I've never been a big proponent of stripping titles. Like, Reggie Bush won the Heisman. Mm-hmm. You can't convince me otherwise. But, I mean, you can't you can't let the Astros keep the World Series. I mean, yeah. I mean, this, right? this isn't like it was some baby, you know, cheating or something. This is like a serious matter, man. Yeah, it's not like the, the Patriots deflated footballs in a game that they won by 45 points against a totally... Inept team. Uh, yeah, they played... <laughs> they would have won that game without... The the uh, Patriots could have sat their five best players and they would have won that game by twenty eight points, but you know they might have deflated footballs. Okay, oh well. Even I'm, then, that was still real iffy, you know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, whatever. But this is a systemic, just dude. You <laughs> just dude blatant. hitting. The whole point of baseball is to score. The only way you can score. Photo disputes Antonio's denial of NCAA violations. Sorry, just got a notification. <laughs> um, the only way you know you can score is to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. There are a million different pitches that can be thrown at you. So if you know what you know, Mike Trout said it best. He said, "If I knew what pitches <laughs> were coming up, he said, oh, it'd be real fun." That was the that was the best part of all this. Is part of the problem that baseball has had 
uh, I don't know if it comes from within the MLB or from the outside looking into the MLB, but they have no real face of the MLB. There's no real Mike Trout doesn't even do a good job with Mike Trout. That's what I'm saying. Mike Trout is one of the best baseball players of the last few generations. You know, like he's a Hall of Fame lock already, mm-hmm. and they don't market him at all. He's most people. I would say most sports fans couldn't even pick his picture out of a lineup of five buff white guys. You know, if they're mm-hmm. all wearing a an Ast- or not an Astro an, uh, an Angels jersey, couldn't pick them out of a lineup. But and that's that's part of the problem with baseball. But the fact that he stepped up and kind of threw all that shade, said, "Man, if I knew what they were throwing at me, just imagine." I was like, "That that was pretty good." That. That alone is good for baseball. And really, honestly, the crazy thing is, this whole thing is good for baseball. It has us talking about it. That's proof enough. True. It's dominating headlines. And only finding them five million? Dude, there's no cap. There's no salary cap. (laughs) Five million? Dude, they find NBA players more than that for nothing. I mean, not really, but. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Basically, I mean, how many fines did Ron Artest have in his time? Boy, um, oh lord, he, he lost that, a whole year. Yeah, pay. <laughs> he probably, I mean, yeah, from that alone, but just from fines, I'm sure he paid more than five million, and that's all the Astros get. And their GM is just, or not their GM, their uh, Dude, commissioner. Like, the that's what I'm saying. Like they really should have that that World Series should either be yeah, it's got to be vacated. They won the game, so you can't just give it to, you know, the yeah, you, but you, you can vacate it, that yeah. World Series because here's the whole thing. By knowing that people wonder why they were such a good hitting team all year. You remember they were setting all types of records yeah, for home runs? It was stuff? crazy. That's the reason why. So <clears throat> essentially you were able to score because you cheated. You couldn't yeah. have scored if you didn't know. You didn't get 100 on that test. You wouldn't no. have passed that test without your phone. You had your phone. Exactly. So Rob Manfred, I believe I'm pronouncing that right man fred maybe that's what i'm gonna call him man fred mm-hmm. rob fred man red rob red fred red my man <laughs> uh he's uh for lack of a better term pooping the bed on this <laughs> that, that was funny to say uh on on this whole scandal man he's i don't know like i said it's good for the sport Kinda because of the free publicity they're getting from people like us, because you know we've got millions and millions of listeners. So all of them get to know all twenty-seven people that are going to actually listen to this uh, are going to hear a little more about baseball than they normally would. But man, it's it's not a good look. It's horrible optics. Fans are mad. Um, where you know that, and people wonder why the MLB is dying in front of our eyes and it's because you're allowing bro. If you allow some stuff like that to just, you know, go on, that's not a good enough punishment, man. Like that's not good enough. They literally, there's no knowing when it started and when it ended. So the whole season could have been a fluke, man. Like, I don't know, man, they got to vacate that world series. It's got to be vacated. It has to be. I don't even know of a good like comparison in, in basketball or football. Because you can't cheat those. You can't cheat the same way. Yeah. You, know, you can't know what pitch is coming. You can know what defense they're going to use against certain packages, but that's from film. That's from film, yeah. I mean, even if you got a plan on this, the worst you could do is have a plant on the staff somehow 
or you yeah. pay somebody just during you the course their, of the game. Somehow you, you hack into their uh, telecommunications and you're actually hearing the play calls, maybe. But even then, uh, I don't know. It's I don't yeah. know. It's sickening, and the craziest part is it's a giant scandal going on right now, and. Whoever's working their PR is horrible because this is not blowing over. It's not getting any better. And the then, NBA showed, Adam Silver showed exactly how to deal with a big crisis. Anytime that you're compared to Roger Goodell and Goodell is obviously doing a better job than you are, that's pretty low. That That's a pretty low bar. I mean, that's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, even know a good example to compare that to. But that's like saying, uh, you know, he was a pretty uh, pretty bad basketball player, but, you know, he wasn't as bad as JaVale McGee. It's like, well, <laughs> okay, you know, that's your bar? Then, yeah, I mean, obviously. I don't know. Sorry, JaVale. I know you're a, a good listener of the good friend of the show. So, sorry for those shots. You were actually pretty good for a lot of the time, but the Shaqed and a full MVP, obviously, yeah. of all time. Anyway, people wonder why MLB is dying there are no nobody in our age group really cares about the mlb anymore it's because leagues like leagues like the nba leagues like the xfl coming up are fun i will say this yeah yeah overall i guess the xfl they're trying but i I don't i don't know if it's gonna last i I enjoy it i liked the aaf i like the xfl yeah i I mean yeah i mean it's it's more football, so most people at least give it a chance. But like ratings dropped so massively from week one and week two, it kind of caught me off guard. Did they really? Yeah, it's bad. But one of the biggest issues they have to fix, in my opinion, if they want the league to even be sustainable remotely, quarterback play is so horrible in the XFL. No quarterback is uh, throwing more than sixty. Was that sixty-one percent completed passes a game? The average yard, their yards per attempt is under six. In the NFL, it's over seven. The average QBR right now in the XFL is like in the 60s. The average in the uh, NFL is like 77. This I will is- say there are Cardell Jones. Everybody remembers him from Ohio State. He's been balling. And uh, what's the is PJ Fleck? Is that is that PJ? That's a coach. <laughs> is it, it's, uh, it's a coach in like Minnesota. Yeah, PJ. See that? So that's. Part of the problem here too is that I don't even know the players' names, but uh, let's see—he plays for the Houston Roughnecks. What is his name? Williams. Philip Walker, PJ Walker, okay. I guess. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, so we're I knew both the way I knew PJ Fleck wasn't right, but that was the first PJ I thought of. PJ Walker is—he's uh, been balling too. He beat my undefeated Battle Hawks this weekend, but but see the but. My point was going to be that uh, the XFL is trying to address some issues of the NFL. They say, well, there are more injuries on kickoffs than any other play. So they changed the kickoff. And order. so they changed it to where injuries are going to be way less common. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't like the um, the review process, so they They're make it transparent. Super transparent, yeah. Now, one thing I, I'm not a fan of, even as a fan, I know they do it for us, but I mean – the fact they can interview anybody at any time. I don't like that's, that that's at all. That's very unprofessional, in yeah. my opinion. I would, I would hate to be on the sideline after I just threw an interception yeah, or something it's and only you put a mic in my before, face. It's only a matter of time before they come to the wrong person. It just goes real left. Yeah. Yeah, they um, tried to interview one quarterback after he threw a touchdown and they were about to go for two. And she's like, oh, what happened on that play? And he's like, uh, he's open, touchdown. 
and like shoved the mic out of out of her face. And I was like, "Good for you, man. Go, you know, go play football." Um, but they're addressing issues that the NFL hasn't. The NBA is addressing issues that the fans raise that they want they want the All Star game to be more competitive. So Adam Silver Revamp. makes it more competitive. And MLB isn't trying to do that. They're they're spitting in the face of the diehard fans and giving them the finger while not welcoming in new fans by not televising any of their games in the regions and you know doing blackouts. You have to watch it through the MLB network. They're just they're ruining themselves. Any yeah. last words on that? Yeah, I mean it's just the, the integrity of the game right now, man. If you want to maintain any credibility right now, MLB, in my opinion, they have to vacate. But um. One more thing on the NFL, XFL. No league is going to ever succeed, honestly, or just really flourish without the NFL officially adapting it or adopting it. Same way the NBA made the G League. What? What? what did it, it used to be the D it League. It used to be the D League, yeah. yeah. Same way the NBA actually made that where every team has its own franchise underneath it in a real farm system, you know, very similar to the MLB. Um, NFL has to do that with one of these leagues. Otherwise, none of those leagues will succeed, you know. I understand that they have – good setup starting out etc but i mean that's that's what needs to take place and if the xfl wants to clean up their product they need better quarterback play and better offensive line play because what made the a what the aaf did was they had those so many rules on blitzes and stuff mm-hmm. so quarterbacks had more time and everything right now there's been more interceptions than touchdown passes thrown in the xfl so far I didn't know it's just because time, they're yeah. sending because they're it's because these defensive coordinators besides the one who got fired after one game <laughs> um, a- they know you know these these linemen are having are struggling to block and recognize pressures and these quarterbacks are all subpar so let's just send the house imagine getting a job in a brand new startup company and you get fired after one day essentially I'd be hot bro. I'd be soon <laughs> bro it's got to be breach of contract or something so we got about 15 minutes left, so we're going to hit you guys with some of our famous pop culture musings, if you will. Uh, you know that we love movies and music, so we're going to talk some movies today because we haven't gotten on here since the Oscars, so I know they're a little bit old news, but you haven't heard our takes on it, so it is new news. Um, I'll start with uh, probably the one that we were, I would assume that you were most excited about is our boy... One actor in a leading role. I'm glad he put weight back on. Yeah, Walking Phoenix. Walking Phoenix won best actor for playing the Joker. Joker. And I mean, obviously, like who else could have? I mean, like there was no competition, right? Like, I he had one of the best performances I've ever seen in a movie. Like, just the way that he transformed. It's yeah he he killed the role. I have to seen so many movies in my life. Got to really sit and think, but he was right there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not saying he had the best performance I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, but he was. He embodied the role, man. He really lived out the, that that role. So. It was a pretty pretty phenomenal. Um, have you seen Parasite yet? Yes, I've seen it three times in the last ten days. I have not seen it. Give me a, a non spoilery. Uh, your thoughts on it without oh, getting too Oh, okay. Much I thought you it. wanted the synopsis. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to give me. I, okay. I know the synopsis. My thoughts but, on whether it should have won. Or, I mean, just on it in general. Uh, man, that's a hell of a film. And I was, you know, hate to say it. I think most of us here in America probably were guilty of this. Off top, as soon as I started singing and saw there was nothing in English and it would be subtitles, mm-hmm. I was already skeptical about its content, whether it be that good. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that. 
I was very closed-minded. I was my mind was open. That movie is so good, man. Um, some of the recurring themes, speaking on capitalism and the true plight, the real differences between being rich and being poor, man, it was beautiful to see, man. And the imagery, the sets that they were using, the way they developed these characters, and then the ending—it's just that is a. Um, that is a <laughs> film there man like i loved it i had to watch it multiple times yeah so i could continue to try to better grasp what was happening um if you guys want a quick spoiler free synopsis essentially this is what happens when a poor family gets involved with a rich family there just leave go. it at that if you guys haven't seen it you need to see it there's a reason it swept a lot of awards it won everything there's a strong reason like that movie is man I liked what the uh, director, he won Best Director, what he had to say. So if you can get over the barrier of the one-inch subtitles, then you'll be open to a whole new world of filmmaking. Um, and, I mean, I haven't tried to watch it yet, so I can't say that I was put off by subtitles. Subtitles uh, don't bother yeah, me. You, you get you get over it pretty quickly, dude. Yeah, because I, I, like I know a lot of people, the reasoning is that they like to, well... Um, Pardon my French, but they like to half-ass it when they watch movies. Mm -hmm. They want to do like I yeah. mean, because it involves no effort. If yeah. there's no if there's no subtitles, yeah. you don't got to do anything. If there's no plot and it's all just big explosions and pretty colors, you can watch it and be on your phone and whatever. And you know, but I don't like movies like that. I like movies that grab my attention that I can't look away from the screen that I get just uh, encapsulated by mm -hmm. by a film. And so, that's what happens with that. It got to it gets it'll get very quickly to the point you don't even feel like you're reading it anymore. Exactly. And so you're just I, in the movie. I mean, I like to have the subtitles on anyway in English. Sometimes I like to, you know, eat some popcorn when I watch something. Maybe I'm crunching. I need to see what they just said. Sometimes people I can't understand what they're saying, so I got the <sighs> subtitles anyway. So uh, it shouldn't bother me too much. I'm definitely guy. gonna see it. Uh, gonna rinse it sometime this week or so. Um Brad Pitt uh, for supporting actor. Have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yep, that's the latest Tarantino. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I I loved him in uh, in that one. It, it was pretty awesome. I love him in any Tarantino film. I always Me have too. love for Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> that's what's crazy is I'm honestly not a huge Brad Pitt fan mm -hmm. outside of his roles in Tarantino films. Like the like you said, Inglorious Bastards. That's one of God, that movie's killing business, cousin. <laughs> Business is a booming. We got one of the one of the clips from that on the on the intro. The yep, Gorlami. Gorlami. <laughs> can can you say that one more time for me? Gorlami. Uh, also, any Dude, that's any such a film here. <laughs> any uh, Tarantino film with Christoph Waltz in it is. Yeah, I'm pretty much gonna see it. I'm not gonna lie. Family Guy had a funny play on that. They had a, a episode called Three or Peter Gets Fired. Uh huh. But it gives you three, it's like three short versions, you know, 30-minute episodes, so each one's like roughly yeah. 10 minutes. And they're all different under different styles, different directors. Uh -huh. One of them is uh, under Tarantino, the first one. The second one is under um, Michael Bay. <laughs> so it's all just explosions. And the third one is, I don't know if you've ever seen The Grand Budapest Hotel. I have. That's a that's a great movie. Yeah. The, that, you know, the guy who uh, directed that also directed um, Isle of Dogs, uh, The Fantastic Mr. Fox. A lot of those sort of um, uh, unique style movies, if you will. Wes Anderson? Yep. And so I, they I, did it like that. And I so, don't think I've seen any of his films besides The Grand Budapest Hotel. You definitely should watch Fantastic Mr. Fox. George Clooney. It's like all-star voice, uh, voice cat. Whoa, what have we here? 
Oh, was Toy Story 4 won the Oscar for that? Yeah, for yeah, that was a pretty feature. sad movie. I haven't seen it. You got uh, Disney Plus, right? Yeah. It's on there. They just put Here's it on the there. thing, man. Toy Story 3, to me, had the perfect bow on top. I, I, I'm, I'm timid to, uh, to ruin the ending of 3 to watch 4, you know? You got to you got to. It does have Keegan Michael Key and Jordan Peele in it though. It's, it's so. very good, man. It, there's more there's more closure involved, but you can tell there's another one to come. They they're closing off All right, I'm trying not to spoil it. Yeah. You need to you need to watch it. I'll say that. And then the short, the animated short, um that one was the one I, I didn't see it. Whatever. It's only like 2 or 3 minutes. It's on YouTube. Um uh-huh. it's by a former NFL player. He literally dropped he quit the NFL. He was on an active roster. Quit the NFL in 2007 to perf- pursue filmmaking. Hair love. There it is. Gotcha. To pursue filmmaking. And that short won the Oscar, and it's just awesome. It's an awesome little short. Loved I'll it. have to have to watch that. Well, you knew, but you knew 1917 was going to take the mixing. And You've seen it? I, I have not. Um, I'm sad to say that I haven't seen it. I actually went to the movies to see 1917 uh, with my friend Dylan, and uh, they didn't have two seats together, which... I guess it wouldn't have been too big of a deal, but we were having a bro date because his wife was doing whatever. So he was actually free for once. Shout out Dylan and Sam if y'all are listening. Uh, but we actually went and saw The Gentleman instead, which was an awesome movie. You need to have you seen that one yet, Matthew McConaughey? Oh yeah, that's that's new. I the was one that just, just about came to, out. I was, you know, I was about to literally say, "Oh, that's new." Yeah, that's new Matthew McConaughey. Of yeah. course it is. Yes, I saw. We talked about this. I want to say like two weeks ago, and I went and saw it after. Great movie. It. Yeah, it's. Pretty I loved good, it. Man. Um, but yeah, so I haven't seen 1917. I obviously want to, and I will uh, soon. Um, Joker got best score, which absolutely hundred percent deserved, no doubt. That score, I can still hear. It's so it creeps up your spine, man. It's chilling. Ugh, gives me chills thinking about it. Um, I haven't seen Ford versus Ferrari either. I'm not too into cars, so I don't know if I would like it or not. It's got some of our guys in there, though. Yeah, I love Christian Bale, man. That's like my dude, but I don't know. I don't know about it. Um, One movie that I was surprised didn't get nominated for like anything is uh, Midsummer. Have you seen that? Yeah. That's a weird movie, but... It might have been off-putting to some I, of the... I think that's probably what the problem was. But I rewatched it the other day, and just for, like, sound design and cinematography. You know, not even for the the story or anything, but, man, the, I, the sound in that movie. Not the score, but, like, their use of sound in that movie is just phenomenal. And so I was sad to see that it didn't get any nods, but, oh, well. You can't win them all. Right. It's very true. Joker got best score and best actor, so I was I was pretty content with those two wins. As soon as I saw Parasite, I had already was going to see it anyway, but as soon as I saw that... Oh, I'm probably so far away. As soon <laughs> as go. I saw Parasite 1, though, I, the same night, dude, I went on my, uh, co- went on my uh, jailbroken fire stick, looked it up. There you go. Bless you. It's allergy season here in Arkansas. Went and found it. Watched it. Loved it. Had to watch it again. Loved it some more. Watched it a third time after watching more videos discussing it. And, oh, do not show that bathroom dance. I'm I'm just going to play the 
just going to play the uh, the score underneath just to freak all the people out so that you'll... I'm just going to play this under the rest of the show. Ugh. Chilling. Easily the best score. By Hildur... Uh, I already, I already butchered, I already butchered her last name. Uh, I butchered it once. I shan't butcher it again. So me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, shame on you. Or whatever they used to say. <laughs> you talking about that? Uh, in the middle of the J Cole song with George W. Bush. Oh. No, I, I didn't even talk about Jay Colton so long. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, LeBron's getting in on the Astros. Oh, yeah? What, oh. What's he have to say? Just tweeted out. Players speaking today about how disgusted, mad, hurt, broken, etc., etc. about this. Literally the ball, put a baseball in parentheses, the emoji, <laughs> is in your court. Or should I say, Phil, you need to fix this for the sake of sports. Hashtag, just my thoughts coming from sports junkie, regardless of my own sport I play. Because, you know, folks love to tell him stick to basketball. Oh, yeah. So he quoted that tweet and said, listen, I know I don't play baseball, but I am in sports. And I know if someone cheated me out of winning the title and I found about it, I would be effing irate. I mean, like, uncontrollable about what I could, would do. Listen here, baseball commissioner. Listen to your... He probably has another follow-up tweet to that. <laughs> All right. That's good. If LeBron's going in at him, that'll... Because the headlines have been dominated the last few days about Miles Garrett again, which... I'm just, tired of talking about that, yeah, man. Let's, like get, let's get not that, yeah, that, man. Get on the, back, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm done talking about that story. That story's Take over. Take it out on the field. Okay, not literally, but yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I could resist. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, I it's crazy because Rudolph won't have a chance next time to play because he won't get on the field. Yeah, his career is probably done. Also, you know, on that note, one last thing before Greg we go. Olsen go. just signed with the Seahawks, if that's your last thing. That wasn't. That's news to me. Yep. One year, seven mil deal with 5.5 guaranteed. I was going to say, why are people, why is there no question that Ben Roethlisberger is going to come back and play for the Steelers, but everybody thinks that Cam Newton's done? I don't. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. It does feel like Matt Rule and them are about to try to like move him out. I don't like that. If he goes, I hope he goes to either Tampa Bay with all those weapons down there, or to San Diego. I hope he flourishes wherever he goes, and I'll root against the Panthers when they play Cam. I just feel like they they've done Cam him. so bad. I feel like he oh, never have. got the support. You know, he hasn't. But it's crazy to me that they're like, oh, Ben Roethlisberger, who's been hurt his entire career and is 98 years old. They said that he's absolutely the starter next year, and they're talking about how Cam might oh, yeah. not be in Carolina. Why are people scared to pay Cam, play, pay and play Cam, who's done nothing but break record after record, but you're willing to pay Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. 30 mil? They're yeah. talking about Taysom Hill. Somebody put Taysom, Taysom Hill in the same conversation as Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Dog, he's thrown 13 passes in his career. He's 30 years old, and too. He's 30, <laughs> and he's had multiple horrible – you know what? All right. You know what? If you've liked what you've heard so far, stick around for some bonus content. But as for our normal episode, that's going to be it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back sometime soon. I mean, obviously, here in a couple minutes, we're going to record a little more on the side. But besides that, we should be back in about a week or so. Who knows with all this busy schedule and stuff. But for Nico, I'm Chase. 
Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Peace out.